great future. We're talking real money. As you are probably aware, I don't watch the markets very much. I've mentioned that before. Because I think if you pay too much attention, you'll drive yourself crazy. But I do, lately, tend to glance at it every couple of days. And the last week has been most curious. Are you aware that in just the last five trading days, the Standard & Poor's 500 is up over 5%. Has anything happened? Has there been any dramatic improvement in the economy? No, not really. Are we feeling better about the nearer future? No, not really. So what are we going to learn from this? Well, your, your first inclination would be like, oh, well, at least no news is better than bad news. So no news becomes good news. But the reality is it's different. What we see happening today is anticipatory buying in the blue chip arena anyway in large company blue chip stocks, which is the S&P 500. But we're also seeing it in smaller company stocks. You see it in some of the smaller cap indexes. You see that right now, the market, which is made up of all of us who invest, everyone in the world who invests in stocks, we're the market. The market says, very simply, this too shall pass. I don't know when, but I think it's going to pass in a reasonable period of time. So therefore, I want to be positioned today for the time when it does pass. When things return to some semblance of whatever the new financial normal is. Because what the market gets, and remember we're looking at the market, which is the economy. And uh, as a matter of fact, let me just pull up the country world index and see how that's doing let's see if i can find it uh let's go back a few days and let's look at percentages and you know even that which takes into account all of the stocks in the world for the most part is up almost five percent in just the past trading week so what that's telling you is that All of the investors out there in aggregate are saying, yeah, maybe bad now, but is it likely to get a lot worse? They're saying no. Could it get worse? Yes. Will it get worse in certain individual companies? Absolutely. But just because some companies falter doesn't mean all will. Perfect example was the earnings report from Walmart. I mean, look at them. Everybody else is struggling and Walmart's making money hand over fist. They're like printing the stuff because they kept their stores open and they're doing delivery. Smart. The smart, creative firms out there, they'll survive and they'll eventually thrive. But picking which ones, mm, mm, that's hard to do, particularly when you're playing against people with a lot more information than you have. So what's your alternative? We say it over and over again, but until everyone on the planet gets it, 
If you're just a regular old investor, not a gambler, just a regular old investor, you have no better option than just buying the global market and then building a diversified portfolio using bonds, not hedge funds, for your risk tolerance. So simple. And yet so few get it. More get it all the time, but I'm not satisfied. My goal is, before I die, to get the vast majority of people investing this way. Yes, people will continue to always trade and speculate. Let them do it as long as they know what they're doing. But don't you become one of them. Don't you think, well, I knew that was going to go up. I should have bought it. You didn't know it. You didn't know it. You thought it. Thinking it is a far cry from knowing it. Have questions about money? Easy. Easy to get answers. Just call 855-935-TALK and leave a message with as much detail as possible with your question embedded therein, and we'll grab that, and I'll research it, and I'll answer it on a podcast in the future. We try to do it in a few days after we get your, uh, your, your voicemail. Or if it's better for you, you can always type it in at talking, you guys aren't really typing, that's tapping on my desk, talkingrealmoney.com, hit the contact form. Pretty easy stuff. And if you find yourself with a bigger question, something that requires some time, somebody to talk to, well, we can't do that here. We don't have that kind of time, but we do make our advisors, our 100% fiduciary advisors, available to you, to any of you, no matter how much money you have or don't have. All you have to do is go to TalkingRealMoney.com and set up an appointment or call us at 800-386-3004 and say, I want to talk to your advisors. Here's one thing you don't have to worry about. You do with every other firm practically, but you don't with us because I promise you they will not pitch you. There's no hard sell and there's no cost or obligation. There will be if you want to become a client. And you want us to help you all the time, which probably is a good idea for some of you. So uh, just go to TalkingRealMoney.com. You'll find all kinds of stuff there. All right, cool. Now, let's take a call. I think it's time for a call. Hello, my name is Ivy, and um, my mom just sold her house, and we're trying to figure out how to best help her invest her money or um, a way to invest it, and yet for her to still be able to get to it if she had any kind of like financial emergency or she just wanted to pull it out. Thank you. Well, here's the dilemma on whose horns we find ourselves, Ivy. You said something really important in your question. In case she needs it in an emergency. That changes the whole equation. Because while you can put your money in a stock index fund like Vanguard Total World Stock Index, in a bad market... It may not all be there when you need it in an emergency. Worst case, you put $100,000 in today and a market declines and you can't anticipate it or react to it in time. And your mom has an emergency and she goes to pull out $100,000 and there's only $50,000 left. That's why it's so important to invest for your risk tolerance. But for emergency money, you got to keep it safe, and you got to keep it almost immediately liquid. And that's why I recommend people go to bankrate.com, look for the highest yielding savings in the country, and you'll find it at a number of Internet banks, big ones like Ally or uh, 
Marcus at Goldman or uh, some of these uh, consumer lenders, but it's all FDIC-insured money, so it's safe. You can get 1.5%, maybe even a little bit more. And today, that's incredible money. That is, I mean, that's a huge return over what a bank gives you, which is like one-tenth of 1% or less. So that's the that's the best advice I can give. If she wants to be a little more aggressive, have her go take our risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com, determine what her risk tolerance is, put some away for emergencies, and then invest the rest based on her risk tolerance. Use our two funds, Vanguard Total World Stock Index and Vanguard Total Bond Index. Split it up appropriately, rebalance every year or so. Bing, done. Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, or send a question in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Here's, here's one sent in. Topic, Bellingham Financial Planner. <laughs> okay, several episodes back, Tom and I talked about a financial advisor guy in Bellingham, Washington, and I decided not to give his name as much as I did desperately wanted to um he's very well known in bellingham he's really community involved and he really sold somebody a deplorable unconscionable product with high fees and commissions and it just performed terribly and was an old person it just bad advice just so bad so bad guy should be drummed out of the business but he's still in it so i said Call me or send me a note if you want to find out if this was your advisor. So here we're going to start the process of elimination. Don, listen to your podcast and wanted to make sure that you were not talking about Wealthmark LLC. Thank you. I was not talking about Wealthmark LLC. You're welcome. <laughs> I wish I, I should. Now I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But if you are in Bellingham, Washington, you want to check out your advisor. And the other thing, by the way, if, for example, you've got an advisor you could send me a note. I'll look them up for you. I know it's a pain to look them up. You can go to Advisor Info. That's Advisor with an E-R. Advisorinfo.sec.gov. And you can look up every registered investment advisory firm in America. Find out what they charge. Find out what their conflicts are. But it's kind of a pain to read. So as a matter of fact, I'm just getting ready to do a section at Talking Real Money that is devoted to breaking down simply the ADVs of all the major players in the industry, what their fees are, what the potential conflicts are, but doing it in such a way that you can read it in like two minutes. But I'll put a link to their ADV there too. So basically, all I'm doing is sharing publicly available information with you in a more legible form. Um, so I'll do it on, I'm going to do it on 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 uh, Ed Jones, Merrill, Morgan Stanley, all of the big ones, J.P. Morgan Chase, RBC, Wells Fargo, Ameriprise, Voya, the whole gang. It's going to take me some time, but I do plan to start putting that up in the next few weeks, over the summer, really, at TalkingRealMoney.com, because you see what we do for you? We just educate the heck out of you. I don't know why more people don't listen to the podcast and why they listen to all those stupid fi fire dumb things telling young people to go buy real estate. Jeez. Such bad advice. I can't even, ugh, except for Paul Merriman, I don't even, I can't even find a podcast. I listen to a lot of financial podcasts and I have a really hard time finding any that give good investing advice. Ugh. 
So tell your friends. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, 855-935-8255. And our next question comes on the phone. Uh, hi, uh, Don and Tom. This is I have, I've uh, called you guys before in the past, and, and I've gotten some pretty good um, investment advice from you. But um, what I'm calling about right now is I, I had a couple um, investment accounts for my kids that you guys suggested for me, and, you know, they've done – you know, pretty well, the world index, I believe. Um, I'm just wondering if there's anything I should do with them right now during this, you know, crisis we're in, um, if I should just leave them or because, uh, you know, right now they're just fluctuating with the market. Uh, and so, uh, you know, not being too savvy of an investor, I am uh, a little hesitant just to, you know, move this money around without any advice or thanks. Bye. Hmm. Jack Bogle. One of the, one of my favorite people to talk with, even though I disagreed with him on some small things, I liked Jack a lot and he did some great things for us as investors. And he used to tell a story about, uh, and I don't remember the exact story, but the punchline was, don't just do something, sit there, as opposed to don't just sit there, do something. Don't just do something, sit there. That's what I'm telling you to do. We feel like we must be doing something. We are a very reactive species. Well, actually, all species are reactive. They react to fear. They react to threats. We're reacting to a fear and a threat. Don't do anything. Okay? Do nothing. The only time you make changes is if your circumstances change or your portfolio gets out of balance. That's it. That's the only time you change. Circumstances change, portfolio out of balance. Outside those things, nothing else matters because you're supposed to build a portfolio for your risk tolerance. <laughs> okay. Which means it's supposed to work if your risk tolerance changes or if you're nearing the end of your time frame for this money. That's when you start changing. That's when you start becoming more conservative. As you're getting close to needing it in retirement, as you're getting close to needing it for a kid's education, then you're gradually making it more conservative, less volatile, so that you don't face a big decline in the year you need to draw the money. Otherwise, don't just do something. Sit there. Okay? Thanks. All right, back to the begging. Tell people about the podcast, please. You know, like share it on Facebook. You can go to our Facebook page. Go to our Facebook page. Talking Real Money has a Facebook page. And share it on the Facebook page. Or go to our Twitter feed thing. Share it there. My daughter's going to try and get us on Instagram. Share it there. Share it via your podcast service. Whatever. We just want to get the word out. And we need you to help. Because... Otherwise, you just get lost in all the noise, and there is a lot of noise in the investment advice podcast space. Go look sometime. Go look at the investment shows on, on iTunes. I think we're like in the, in the 200s, which means we don't even show up in the top because there's so much stuff there. I mean, stuff. Not even good stuff. It's bad stuff. 
As a matter of fact, here, I haven't looked at it in a while. Let me look real quick before we go. Hold on. I'm going to go right here to... And then they bury us down here. Where is business? But it's not really business. Uh, what they used to have is... It, they used to break it down. Business investing. But, oh, here it is. Bus investing. Here we go. What is... What would you guess is the number one podcast on Apple Podcasts for <sighs> investing? Yeah. Dave Ramsey. For investing. <laughs> Please. Number two is the most ridiculous thing. I can't believe it. Bigger podcast real estate. Bigger pockets, not bigger podcast. Bigger pockets real estate podcast. Really? Really? It's not even really investing. It's really estate. Then the speculative show of the decade, Mad Money with Jim Cramer. Not investing. Motley Fool Money. Maybe investing. Clark Howard? Not investing. We study billionaires. Not investing. Money Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for a Richer Life. Not really investing. The Chris Hogan Show. Not investing. Rich Dad Radio Show. Definitely not investing. Masters in Business from Bloomberg. Maybe investing sometimes? Listen Money Matters or Free Your Inner Financial Badass. Jeez. I don't even know what that's about. Money for the rest of us, no clue. Optimal Finance Daily, listen to it. It's just somebody reading news. CNBC's Fast Money, not investing. The Knowledge Project, I don't know, but it doesn't sound like investing. P&L with Paul Sweeney, probably not investing. It's from Bloomberg. The Stacking Benjamin Show, there's one that occasionally has some decent investing advice. Radical Personal Finance, who knows? Peter Schiff, give me a break, not investing. Passive Real Estate, no! Ooh. Susie Orman, no. Invest like the best. Patrick O'Shaughnessy, mm-hmm. Yes, he gives some investing advice. Bigger po pockets money, not really. And it's a bunch of babies. Sorry, but you guys are babies. Babies. I know how bad the advice was I gave when I was a neophyte baby. It wasn't as good as it is now. Afford anything? That's not investing. Real estate guys, not investing. How to money, not investing. Disciplined investor. Ooh, hmm, wait, that's investing. But we're way down the page. Do you see? And I scroll, and I scroll, and I scroll, and I scroll, and I scroll. And then market rap with Mo and Sorry. Oh, I know Mo. Wow, that's a speculative podcast if I ever saw one. So, oh, Rick Edelman, he's he talks about investing. Can you see we need some help? And the only place that can come from is you. You got to spread the word for us, so please do it. Tell your friends to go to one of the podcasts. Tell them this is the place to get the right answers. They may not be the fun answers, but they're the right answers. Good? Great. Thank you so very much. Thanks for being there. We'll talk to you soon. I think Tom's on tomorrow, but I'll be back right after that. I'm Don McDonald. that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, knowing can accurately, consistently predict the future. 
So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.